So, Harry. Yeah? What would send you into a murderous rage? Oh, okay. Again. Hmm. <laughs> uh, the main thing that gets to me is probably people... Full stop? People, people full stop? Yes. Just people existing, uh, <laughs> yeah. No, people who know that a rule exists, mm. break it anyway. Okay, interesting. Yeah, the main two examples I've got of this are people who, they see that there's double yellows on the side of the road, which means don't park here. Okay. And then they're like, okay, I won't park there. I'll park half on the pavement, half on the road. Like, yeah, that's what the law is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely what that's for. And then, of course, the other example is the, is, is the classic people wearing a face mask, not covering their nose. Uh, of course, yeah. It's, you know, you know that you should wear a face mask and yet you decide to do it wrong. So you'd, you'd prefer people just flagrantly break the, like, go full double yellow or just no face masks or rather than half arse it. Basically, yeah. Especially with the face mask thing because some people can't wear a face mask and so sure. then, you know, you can't really say anything about it to them. But the people who are just wearing it over their mouth, it's like, sort yourself out, you asshole. <laughs> Like they care, but not enough. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, you're right. They all deserve to die. They you do, know what? They, they only taken out the back and shooting. Yeah. Yes. Well, you know what? They probably will because they're not wearing that face mask properly. So well, they're not know. parking safely. Not, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's Darwinism right there for you. Welcome back, everybody, to Beyond the Box Set, the podcast where today we are pitching prequels, sequels, and spin-off ideas to Serial Mom. We'll also be pitching some drinking games and hearing other sequel pitches from our Twitter followers. But first, we're going to talk about some of our favourite moments from the original movie and catch you up with a bit of a plot summary. I'm Harry, the host with the most cereal in my kitchen. It shows, yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and joining me as always... The host with the most chance of being murdered by psychopathic suburban housewives is John Lucas. Or his podcast co-host. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's any day now, any mm. day. Um, so, Serial Mom, what do you think? Yes. Well, I chose it. So, yeah. uh, no, I, 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 I love this film. This is yeah. an all-time camp classic for me. I think it's yeah. fantastic. Oh, yeah. This, this, was, this was a great time. Yeah. It's unfortunate that it has its own sequel built into it. Kind of, yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, okay, I could see where this could go. Oh, it went there. Oh, great. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> well, that was my idea. <laughs> when did you first watch it? Oh, uh, in, I remember in childhood. Um, right, probably, okay. probably a touch too young. This is like one that was probably on like late nights on Channel Four. Some um, of it is somewhat gory. It's very gory. You yeah, forget, yeah. I'd forgotten that there are some really gory bits, like mostly bits that just sample other horror movies, the yeah. glorious bits. But it has its yeah. moments. But Annie. Annie, yes, yeah. of course, yeah. Definitely a horror movie. <laughs> Ginger kids. Um, but, yeah, I, I feel like this is one of those films that you watch and you, I remember watching this as a kid and like feeling like naughty for watching it. Like, oh, I shouldn't be watching this. This is so naughty and it's so yeah. transgressive. And, and now you watch it and it's just a big old camp load of nonsense. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I remember it fondly for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just great. It's so quotable. It's got so many great lines. Like, yeah, totally. <laughs> What's your favourite bit? Oh, obviously... Pussy willows. <laughs> Are those pussy willows? What did you say? Pussy willows, daddy. <laughs> I cannot hear the phrase. I mean, it's pretty. It's a pretty funny phrase anyway, but I cannot hear the phrase pussy willows without breaking into laughter just because it makes me think of this film. Right? How often does that come up? Yeah, sometimes you're in a garden centre. You know, it happens. Just, yeah. Okay. Sure. Not like every day, but occasionally, you know. Okay. 
Uh, I'm not sure if I've ever heard of a pussy willow. It's a real thing. It's a, it's a plant. I think yeah. like a flower. Yeah. But also, well done on the great impression you just did there as well. Thank you. She's got a great voice in this. She does. She is amazing. Is, is in this her film. putting on a voice? I don't actually know her very well. No, I mean she's doing a lot of voices because she's got her like normal happy fifties mm. mom voice, and then obviously when she the voice she does when she's doing the prank calls, yeah, is just amazing. <laughs> yeah. So she's doing a lot of voice work, but I think the the bass voice is pretty much her voice. She's mm-hmm. got she does have a very deep voice. Mm. She's also Kathleen Turner's done loads of stuff, but she's also very famous. She did the voice of uh, Jessica Rabbit in the Roger Rabbit movie. Oh right, you know the really sexy cartoon mm-hmm. that everyone really fancies. Yeah, she. I'm not bad. I'm drawn that way. Yeah. Uh, yeah so. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. yeah. So she's famously got a very sexy, sultry voice. So, mm-hmm. yeah, which also sounds very funny when she's saying things like "pussy willows." <laughs> <laughs> Pussy willows die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's good. Are those pussy willows? Dried ones, aren't they pretty? What did you just say? Pussy willows, Dottie. <gasps> you want to do a plot summary? Sure. Yeah. Let me ask it. So, Serial Mom, it was released, I can't remember what year it was released, but sometime in the 90s, I think. 95, I think. 94, that sounds about right, 95, yeah. Uh, directed by John Waters. Mm-hmm. The uh, I think this is our first John Waters movie. I think so. Because it's kind of, I love his films, but they can be a tough sell sometimes. Mm. Like, this is one of his most mainstream ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of his other ones are even more, like, bad taste than this. Right. You know? Like, the famous one is Pink Flamingos, where... Uh, divine the drag queen eats actual dog shit on screen so yeah. wow yeah <laughs> so I've, I've considered doing that from time to time but then i don't know if you didn't dog it. shit eat it well that's that, that's just a that's just a tuesday for me you know <laughs> <laughs> no doing the film maybe or female trouble but they're, they're all like very low budget kind of quite twisted so they're not for everyone but th- this is probably one of his most mainstream ones so I yeah. this, is, this is a good good entry point for john waters and we did but i'm a cheerleader last week mm. and that film obviously very much kind of inspired by this, I would say, and, yeah. and other John Waters films, even yeah. to the point where there's an actor the same in it, because mm-hmm. the lady who plays Dottie is uh, also the mother in uh, mm. our cheerleader. So there's, there's a crossover there. Yeah. So yes, this was released in the mid-90s, directed by John Waters, stars Kathleen Turner as Beverly Sutfin. She mm-hmm. is the quintessential happy housewife. Her house is like, she's in the 1950s. She's living her entire yeah, life yeah. in the 1950s, but her kids are very much in the 1990s. Yeah. Because she's got a son and a daughter, Ricky Lake and uh, Matthew Lillard. And mm-hmm. actually, this must be earlier than the mid-90s because Ricky Lake is very young in this. So maybe this is the 80s. Mm, I could swear it was 95. Really? Because I feel like Ricky Lake already had a TV show by then. 94? Oh, right, okay. According, according to IMDb? Fair enough. I stand correct. Unless well, it's like a re-release or something, but... No, no, that, it was only because Ricky Lake seems so young, but I don't, she, maybe she... I guess she is quite young. Um, or was it? Born in 1968. Yeah. Oh, okay, so she would have been out when. Yeah, okay, fair enough. That that tracks. Right? Yeah. yeah. I think I think Ricky Lake got a chat show when she was quite young, and I always think of her as being older, but never mind. Mm. Um anyway, so yeah, she has these two kids. You don't even know who Ricky Lake is, do you? No. <laughs> she had a very famous chat show in the nineties. Right, okay. Go Ricky, go Ricky, go Ricky. No, nothing. No. Never mind. Anyway, so yes, she's got the, she's this quintessential happy housewife with this beautiful comedically it's like her I read a review that said her house is like a serial commercial. Mm, yes. you know, it's, it, yeah. it's that wholesome and sweet. And she's always got yeah. a baked pie in her hands and there's birds are all singing and mm-hmm. everything's great. Yeah. Except she does have a tendency to kill people. Yep. And um, we get that straight away. Well, not people, but we get that straight away when 
her family are having a conversation over the breakfast table and she's serving them these lovely breakfasts and she gets very distracted by a fly. <laughs> really quite entertaining on this. It's really, I mean, the whole, the physical comedy for the whole film, she's a mate. She's so funny to watch when she's mm. just kind of having half a conversation while also plotting how to kill her next victim. Mm-hmm. And it starts with this fly. Yeah. And you, you really see the fly landing on all the food and the drinks. Yeah, and it's yeah. pretty gross. Like, yeah. And yeah, you really see her like waiting for a moment and then just at the, when the moment's right, she swats it and you get a mm-hmm. full close-up on this Mm-hmm. bloodied broken fly corpse yeah I, I, I didn't like that no. well I'd, i had to look away because oh, like the camera the camera really paused on it, it. And it, like, it you know i'm not afraid of it like a dead fly or something but like, sure. like oh i can see like its wings and its, you know, its bits and stuff and like yeah. oh i don't, I don't want to look at this for too long and the film really hesitates the, i think the film does that a lot with all the gross stuff it really makes you look the other stuff was always funny enough that yeah. and and sort of unrealistic enough that it was all right yeah um but this but this one is like yeah, no, it just looks like a dead fly. I don't like it. Yeah. Well, actually, this might cheer you up a little bit. The National Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals wouldn't let them kill a real fly. So it's actually had to make a <laughs> fake dead fly. So. I, I was actually going to ask. Yeah. So um, you can't even kill a fly. But Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I, I get it. Cause, sure, know, yeah. Where, 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 where's, where's the line? I guess that's, that's fair, yeah. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so she kills the fly. Um, and her family, you see her family like exchanged worried glances like, damn, <laughs> yeah. that was, that was brutal. Because <laughs> yeah. she does it like to, like, it, it's on to like a white napkin or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. very stark. Like that is, that's where a dead fly is. Yeah, it's yeah, on this yeah. big white thing that's going to need cleaning. And she just walks off. She doesn't even scrape it off. I know. Yeah. yeah. Like she's done what she wanted to do. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the police arrive uh, and it turns out they're investigating some obscene phone calls that are being directed at one of her neighbors, Dottie Hinkle. Mm-hmm. I love the names of this. So cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's getting these obscene phone calls and also letters. Letters with like magazine cuttings cut out. Mm-hmm. Just saying like, you know, cocksucker, die bitch. Just you know, classic, <laughs> classic abuse. <you> know. <laughs> and of course, Kathleen Turner, Beverly is just is horrified. She's like, oh, how dreadful. I could never imagine. I've never even... I've never even said the P word out loud. Like she's, she's incredibly, <laughs> she's like sickly sweet. Mm-hmm. And, and then there's also a bit where she sees the birds and she's like, life doesn't have to be horrible officers. Look at those beautiful birds outside. Listen mm-hmm. to them singing. Yeah. Cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo. Like she's already <laughs> fully insane. But like, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. But like not in a murderous way that you can tell. So they're all like, I love how they come back to the fact that she really likes birds. Yes. that I, I love it when they come back to it. It's so mm-hmm. great. It's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> But I like, yeah, I, I love all the scenes when other people just like exchange sideways glances like yeah. this bitch is crazy. Yeah. Cause like for that one, I forget who, I forget who it is, if it's anyone important, but like she's spying on her neighbors basically and sees two of them eating chicken, yeah, yeah, eating yeah. roast chicken or something. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and th- then she just brings it on herself to just go murder them because of yeah. that. And Louise gets really confused. Like, so what, is she vegetarian? Did they <laughs> say they're vegetarian, but they're not really? I was like, no, she likes birds oh okay <laughs> it's like it doesn't make any sense it's completely no. random no she's but... very easily triggered into yeah. the murderous rage i don't think it's there's a whole lot of logic behind it like, yeah bad manners seems to be the main thing for her yeah and then yeah the bird thing sets her off as well i was thinking like is it because they're not using cutlery mm. or something? well i think they'd but, already uh... pissed her off because they ruined her sunday morning because they? they called that they're the same couple who called her husband into the dentistry uh, on the Sunday morning. So I think she'd already decided, well, they've got to go. Yeah. And then the bird thing just tipped her over the edge. Yeah. But that's later anyway. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, it's it's one of those bits that's just like a chapter in it. it yeah. Kind of, well, this film, the plot is pretty one dimensional. Exactly. There's not yes. really, you can't really spoil this film. It's just a series of yeah. comedic scenes. Exactly. We've now given the intro. It's now just murder by murder. Pretty much. Yeah. So she's obviously pretending to be incredibly horrified about this obscene phone call that's happening to her neighbor and she mm-hmm. denies all knowledge of course 
But we very quickly then discover that the calls were, of course, coming from her. Yeah. We get such an amazing scene of her sat on her bed after all her family have gone out to school and to work for the day. Mm-hmm. And she just sits on the end of the bed and picks up the phone and she calls up Dottie Hinkle. And just <laughs> this voice, this voice is yeah. so good. Mm-hmm. There's the cocksucker residence. <laughs> <laughs> And she just looks, she's having so much fun. It's, yeah. that, the thing that really makes it is her absolute glee in yeah. the, these things. Compared to like her normal sweet as apple pie persona, mm-hmm. this like transformation, she's having so much fun. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Yeah. I love how she fakes her out and she, she hangs up and then calls back again and pretends to be the phone, the company. phone company. Yeah. She's so like, have you been receiving some fake calls? Can you yeah. tell me what they are saying? And yeah. I'm sorry, but I will need you to say exactly what she, what, what was being said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wash your filthy mouth out of your whore. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh my god. Hello? Is this the cocksucker residence? God damn you, stop calling here. Isn't this 4215 pussy way? You bitch! Now let me check the zip code. 212 fuck you! The police are tracing this call this very minute. Well, Dottie Hinkle, then why aren't they here? Huh? Fuck face, fuck you! didn't i just say fuck you i beg your pardon who is this mrs wilson from the telephone company i understand you're having problems with an obscene phone caller yes i am i'm sorry mrs wilson but this is driving me crazy i've had my number changed twice already i'm a divorced woman please help me what exactly does this sick individual say to you I can't say the words out loud. I don't use bad language. Oh, well, I know it's difficult, but we need to know the exact words. I'll try. Cocksucker, that's what she calls me. Listen to your filthy mouth, you fucking whore! God damn you! Yeah, and we, and we get our first flashback as to her motivation as well. We, we, she kind of flashes back and we realize the reason she's tormenting this neighbor is because this neighbor did cut her off mm-hmm. in the supermarket. Like, oh, she yeah, stole her parking that. space. And there's a... <laughs> I love the flashback. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And that's all it took, and now that's it. I mean, she got off easy. She didn't get murdered. But yeah, she's, yeah. she's working her way up to murder, but she's, yeah. That was it. She's she's a marked woman. Mm-hmm. So she's been waging this war ever since. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then her next victim is her son's maths teacher. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, her son, Matthew Lillard, he's kind of a... He works in a video store, like a VHS store. Yeah. It's the 90s. Yeah. They exist. Mm-hmm. And... He's yeah, and he's kind of a bit of a horror movie obsessive. He loves watching really disturbing mm-hmm. horror movies, of which we see some. Like you, you had to turn away from the fly. I had to turn away from that first horror movie. Oh, the one with the, the tongue out, the tongue being pulled out. That was too yeah. much for me. I, okay. I, I can't. I don't like stuff with tongues for some reason. Yeah. It really eeks me out. I don't know why. But okay, yeah. sure. But uh, Kathleen Turner loves it. Yeah, but I like how she also loves the horror movies. Yeah, She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like how. Like downstairs, she's got this whole 50s housewife aesthetic, but then she's fully supportive of her son being right into horror movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, but, like, maybe like there's a downstairs and upstairs. But like, I guess, yeah. Persona completely changes, yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, but anyway... Her, I mean, you wouldn't see the 50s housewife having sex like she does. Well, exactly, yeah. So. Yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> we'll get into that scene. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's like a parent teaching night or something, and mm. her son's maths tutor kind of says oh he's, he's an okay student but he's he he's got a disturbing fascination with extreme gory horror movies and mm-hmm. kind of questions whether he might be disturbed and, and also questions her parenting it's like you know yeah. usually this is a because of there's some kind of bad parenting in the house and she she does not take that well at no. all like uh, and then we cut to her in the car mm-hmm. and she 
does it gives him a nice little wave. Yeah. Gives a nice little wave, you know, in, in that very maternal way. And then she just slams on the accelerator mm-hmm. and just runs him down, runs mm-hmm. his ass down and then backs back over me. Yeah. <laughs> Again, with such pleasure. <laughs> so enjoying herself. Mm-hmm. And the only person who sees her is like a stoner kid. Yeah. Who just, who's, who's just watching this madness unfold and then just kind of looks at the blunt and is like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what am I smoking? Yeah. Beverly makes no attempt whatsoever to hide her crimes it's ever am- no. it's amazing how she just kind of does it and doesn't make any effort to cover yeah. her tracks at all it's really it makes it all the funnier when she doesn't when it takes her so long to get caught mm. because she's just yeah. doing it in the open really. yeah especially as like it gets to the point where everyone knows yeah 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 and they're just waiting for her to do something yeah and, like it's, it's just great <laughs> <laughs> so then she goes back home again and that night the news breaks that the, te- the local teacher's been murdered and obviously mm-hmm. it's a big story in the town and the police come around again but the, she has, she's kind of immediately a suspect because her car has been identified, but also she's kind of not because no one thinks she'd really do it. And the, yeah. the only person who's seen it is the stoner kid and, and nobody really takes her testimony seriously. So mm-hmm. she's kind of off the hook for now. Uh, not that she waits too long before committing her next murder. But that night, yeah, her and her husband, who's played by Sam Waterson, they have a very, very athletic, mm. slightly painful looking sex. Yes. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it's like, I'm glad I'm not him. No, yeah, I think he would be. Yeah, because she's, yeah, he's on top, so it's missionary. But she's like, pound somehow pounding him from the bottom. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Because she's the one. He's just kind of riding the ride. Yeah, he's and, just there, and she's just like she's doing all the work, thrusting and in the, in the most aggressive. It's like I can't even imagine how that would work. But mm, it's... Yeah, no, I'm not a fan of that. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, it was. And I love that she's. Yeah, her, I love the kids' reactions. The kids are in the. Yeah, it's every kid's worst nightmare hearing their parents having sex. And hearing them have that kind of sex. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's next level. And then I think the next day it's Sunday, and she's planning to have a nice Sunday morning of bird watching with her husband. She loves bird watching; it's her favorite thing, apart mm-hmm. from killing. Uh, but then her plans are kind of spoiled when some other neighbors call up and demand that her husband go into his dentist practice to do an emergency operation on mm. a guy's like loose filling or something. Yeah. And so once again, she's absolutely, she pretends she's fine with it, but then her, the dark cloud descends and I'm going to kill you face. Yeah. But she kind of puts that one to one side for now. She doesn't really do that for like another half of the movie, mm-hmm. but uh, they're on the list for sure. But then she goes over to visit Dottie, the lady who's being abused and also her other neighbor, her nosy neighbor, Rosemary, mm-hmm. who's like your quintessential nosy gossipy kind of neighbor. Yeah. And uh, this is when we get the amazing pussy willows scene. So it's like, <laughs> she's doing it behind Rosemary's back. So Dottie knows it's her, but Rosemary thinks she's innocent. She just knows that the word is going to be the giveaway because of the voice. She goes, yeah. are those, are those pussy willows, Rosemary? And just the sound of the word pussy makes Dottie realize, oh my God, it's you. Mm. She goes, what do you say? Pussy willows, daddy. <laughs> And then she just <laughs> smashes a Fabergé egg for just out of pure spite. Like, yeah, so not even, not even, hers. not even hers. It's yeah. yeah, just to get her in trouble with the other lady. Mm-hmm. And then she kind of, yeah, and then, and then she's like, "Oh, you're so clumsy." And she takes the other lady out to the market to get a new Fabergé egg mm-hmm. and leaves Dottie behind. And Dottie's like, "But, but it's her. It's her. She's the mm-hmm. one. She did it." Yeah, I'd love to be this badly behaved. <laughs> I'd maybe stop short of murder, but to be able to get away with this. Evil. You, you you wouldn't get away with it, John. I know, I know. No, you're, you're way too obvious. I know. Well, she's not exactly covering it. What did you just say? Pussy willows, Dottie. <gasps> oh my goodness! What are you doing? I didn't do it. My Franklin Mint Fabergé egg. Dottie didn't mean to be such a clumsy ox. You're sorry, aren't you, Dottie? Rosemary, I did not break your egg. She did. Oh. 
Buddy, you could at least apologize. I collect Franklin Mint. Well, we'll go right to the antique market and we'll find you another one. Now, Misty tells me there's a whole booth filled with Franklin Mint stuff. But, Dottie, you lock up, won't you? But, I'll take care of poor But, but I heard her voice. It's her. So she takes Rosemary to the flea market, which is where her daughter, Ricky Lake, kind of works on the weekends. And while she's there, she spots her she spots her daughter's kind of deadbeat boyfriend, Carl. Uh, yeah, sort of ex-boyfriend. I, th- I, I think, think she, like, he dumped her that morning or stood yeah, her up that morning. something like that. And he's already with a new girl. Literally played by a porn star. So that's, right, okay. that's the vibe they're going for, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Tracy Lords is a, was a very famous porn star in the 80s. So yeah, so she spots her daughter's ex-boyfriend with this new floozy. Mm-hmm. And once again, she decides that's it. He's got to go. Follows him into the men's room mm-hmm. with a poker that her friend Rosemary has purchased from yeah. the market. And she she just impales him yep. with, from behind. Yep. In the back, through the back with this poker. Mm-hmm. Pulls the poker out and his liver. Something, yeah. Is, some kind of organ is like just flapping about on the end yeah. of it. So. <laughs> I see. I really this. What I didn't find this too gross. What this was. This was more comedic, like cartoon. It's, it's kind of, hilarious the, it's way, so the way they do it. Yeah. yeah, I like the fact that she's really grossed out by it. Like mm. she's just killed multiple people with you know absolute mm-hmm. no remorse. But this flapping liver thing, she's just mm. like ew, ew, ew. She doesn't want to get the blood on her or anything. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, <laughs> so the little dance she does again is fantastic. <laughs> so then she leaves him. She flushes the toilet and just le- over his head and just yep. leaves his leaves his corpse in the urinal basically. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. obviously, it takes a matter of minutes before the body's discovered. I mean, I don't think that he would have died in this. And this is a running theme throughout this. A lot of them do seem to die when they probably just would be seriously injured. Or they die more yeah. slowly. Yeah, like like this one, is. it's like he's been stabbed through the heart. Like, he dies straight away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's been stabbed in the lower back. Yeah. And, you know, sure, that's going to be... I mean, his extreme. liver is on a spike outside of his body, Harry. That's Sure, sure, yeah, I'm sure it's a pretty serious thing. But, like... At that point, would you not just be in like loads of pain and like probably paralyzed from the waist down and stuff, mm-hmm. or would would you would you just die straight away? I, I mean, this this Harry, this movie is a cartoon. It's a very I, violent I know, cartoon. I know. It's like South Park. You know, you yeah. don't you, you don't really want to think too much about how you know the physicality of how people die. It's mm-hmm. not really it's, it's not that kind of movie. No. No. Uh, so she he's dead, and he, he obviously it takes only a matter of minutes before his body is discovered. And she's just yeah. like again not trying to get away with anything. Well, yeah. she's not. She's not trying to escape from the scene of the crime. She just kind of like wanders back and mm-hmm. then uh, obviously the news breaks and her daughter... You have actually skipped over the witness in the scene. Oh, the guy hiding in the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <it's great. laughs> There's always something going on, yeah. It took, it took me a while uh, before I realized what was actually going on with this. Mm-hmm. I like not, re- not, 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 No, it's not that I didn't realize. I just didn't... It doesn't like Connecting go in. Your brain, yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't connect it all up like what was going on until like hours later really? <laughs> so explain it well he's there's a there's a dirty old man in the toilets uh using a glory hole yeah yeah basically but well, he spies through the glory hole uh, hoping to get some dick yeah and uh, instead he, he accidentally spots <laughs> kathleen turner measuring up her murdering poker yeah and mere moments before yeah just like getting herself psyched up for it yeah yeah and he he just he doesn't stick around he, he's like this i'm out of this yeah this isn't my problem yeah he just runs away yeah <laughs> He will come back later. Yes, yeah. definitely. Uh, <laughs> in another classic scene. Yeah, so then obviously the murder comes out and her daughter runs up and goes, oh my God, mom, Carl's been killed. And she goes, oh, that's awful. Look at this Fabergé egg. <laughs> not bothered in the slightest yeah. at all. She's like, well, you got your wish, dear. Because when the daughter was stood up, I think she said like, uh, oh, I wish he was dead. Like, you know, in that very teenage way. But yeah, yeah. her mother's taken that very literally. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so now the absolutely the 
suspicion is squarely on Beverly at this point because also the neighbor Rosemary, she spots the blood on her shoe and she feels mm-hmm. the gore on the poker. And so mm-hmm. she's like, oh my God, she puts two and two together and makes four. Mm. She tells the police. So now the police are like actively following her around. Yeah. And even her family are like, oh my God. Ricky Lake says, I think our mom is Charles Manson. Yeah. So she, 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 so that all the family are like really nervous. And there's this hilarious kind of uncomfortable, awkward family dinner where she's just merrily, blithely serving, mm. you know, her cooked pot roast food and everything. And they're all mm-hmm. just like, oh my God, don't piss her off, don't piss her off. Yep. And then Matthew Lillard <laughs> says, something like, hey, you know, Scotty, who's like another kid in the, another mm-hmm. friend of theirs. They've got this friend, Scotty, who like is this little teenager who loves porn and he doesn't wear his seatbelt. Mm-hmm. There's the two things we know about Scotty. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she's like hey you know mom's scotty thinks you're the killer and she kind of goes oh well for someone who never wears his seatbelt, scotty should mind his own business <laughs> if you'd excuse me and then she just literally just like walks gets off the table walks out the door and you just hear the car going like yep. and just pulling away <laughs> that sound will never not be funny to me when that happens in- <laughs> it's great uh, and then we get into a car chase from there, don't we? Uh, no, that's later. She is doesn't it? actually kill Scotty till later because they think she's going to kill Scotty because mm. ob- obviously yeah. when they realize she's left the house, they all r- race over to Scotty's. Mm. But it turns out she's actually gone to kill the older couple who had oh, called yeah. her husband to the dentist earlier that morning. Right, yeah, yeah. So they all race to Scotty's and Scotty's in his bedroom watching hilarious giant boob porn. <laughs> like very giant boob porn. I'm sure, mm-hmm. I'm sure it's a thing, mm-hmm. clearly. But And he's... He's masturbating with the same kind of energy that she was having sex with her husband earlier in the film. Again, it's a cartoon. It's, it's a, it's very cartoonish. Yeah, it's great. But he's like furiously masturbating, mm-hmm. and then the family burst in at the at the exact moment he's clearly about to finish. Mm-hmm. And then so he screams and he jumps up, and then the police run in and point guns at him, and it's mm-hmm. just a every teenage wanker's nightmare. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. <laughs> every wanker's nightmare. Period. I guess. I guess. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, but but she's not there. It's a false alarm. So while they've been following the false trail of Scotty, she's actually gone around to this couple, this kind of middle-aged couple, who she spots, she kind of stares through the window and sees that they're eating roast bird of some description. Mm. And she has her flashback to the birds in the garden. And <laughs> I don't think it's implying that they've eaten the garden birds. No, definitely that's not. Seems, it, that seems extreme. Yeah, they're, they're just having roast chicken. They're just having a roast chicken. or yeah. it, it looks more like it might be like quail or something. Though. I don't know. They look like smaller, but I don't know. But anyway, it sets her off. And she hides in the closet of the house. Mm-hmm. Doesn't show you how she gets in. Doesn't matter. No. The woman goes upstairs, opens the closet. And she's just she's just there with scissors in her hands and just kind of like smiles, stabs mm-hmm. her in the stomach. Mm-hmm. Again, the woman just does a very melodramatic like death scene. Yep, I love to watch from a stab in the stomach. Stab again. in the stomach, just kind of like going like, oh no, just you know, just screaming and rolling and yeah. yeah. No. Again, not an innocent death. No, 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 but whatever. <laughs> and then the husband comes up the stairs, um, sees his wife dead, mm. and then Beverly just kind of flings the scissors towards his head. But he manages to dodge them, and he, he runs downstairs. Mm. Uh, he, she flings the, she flings those scissors like they're darts. Like her yeah. power is amazing. They always like stick into the wall or something. Mm-hmm. They never just bounce off. Mm-hmm. But he manages to escape multiple times. But then when he does get out the house, he makes the mistake of just like standing in the very wrong spot, just like <laughs> somebody help me, like. Yeah. And she takes ages to like she, just she's very, the, uh, the air He's running around unit. like a chicken in the in the shade of this TV that's bit, that she's ever so slowly pushing. air conditioning unit. Oh, it's an air conditioning unit. That's so. why it's in the window. Oh, I did not know that. Okay. Yeah. So are they just like wedged into a window the whole time? Yeah, that's how Americans do it. It's weird. I just thought she'd like picked up a TV, which would have again shown incredible strength, I guess. But mm. did not know that. Okay, we don't really have those here. No. So yeah, she fle- she pushes the air conditioning unit out of the window. And squashes him like a Looney Tune. It is like the piano on the oh yeah yeah on Bugs Bunny or something yeah, yeah basically. <laughs> so so he's dead. Mm-hmm. She's killed again. But because she didn't kill Scotty, 
the family think, oh, we, we must have uh, we must have misjudged her. Mm. Maybe she's not the killer. We're, 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 we're being crazy. She's, yeah, she's yeah. our mom. She's not a killer. Yeah. Uh, so they're briefly happy again, but then the next day it breaks that the other that the older couple have also been found dead, murdered, mm-hmm. and I think they find out while they're in the car to church, right? So it's the next yeah, day. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. They're all driving to church. So I guess it, I guess it's Sunday again. I don't know. Mm. Um, time is unclear in this film. Mm-hmm. But they're all driving to church and on the radio it breaks that another couple have been found murdered mm-hmm. and the prime suspect is Beverly Sutphin. Yeah. And there's also like a comedically long <laughs> like train of um, police, cars. police cars just yeah. like ever so slowly fo- like following the car. <laughs> I loved it because I just knew that like they would have had to hire all those police cars. Oh yeah. Like they're probably all real cops. Mm, yeah. Like I just love the, the extremity of it. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially when they start like all going through a traffic light. It's like, they're not all getting through. Yep. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very unpractical way to stalk a, uh, yeah. someone you're about to arrest. But, yeah. yeah. So anyway, they get to church and the family are once again convinced that she's the killer. And, and basically everyone in the congregation is like shit scared of her. Mm. But nobody says anything. It's all really awkward. And so they're, they're, everyone's like giving her the side eye and like be, everyone's incre- on, incredibly on edge. Mm-hmm. And then in the middle of the sermon, she sneezes. Well, no, first... Uh, you've got to talk about what the sermon was. Oh, the sermon was about the death penalty. Yeah. (laughs) Capital punishment. Do it. Yeah. It's like, Jesus would never said anything about capital punishments. There you go. We should kill everyone. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that was good. (laughs) Jesus said nothing to condemn capital punishment as he hung on the cross, did he? If ever there was a time to go on record against the death penalty, wasn't it that night? Capital punishment is already the law in the state of Maryland. So what are we waiting for, fellow Christians? Let's just do it. Amen. Uh, but yeah, and then in the middle of like the prayer, the silent prayer, she sneezes on a baby. Mm-hmm. And again, she fully sneezes on a baby. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's a horrible sneeze. It is. I mean, there's literally snot just lands on the on a baby's face. I love that they went there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and that causes like a mass panic. Like mm-hmm. that causes screaming. And then suddenly the entire church, all the tension just breaks and they're all running around. And mm-hmm. there's like a punch up. Everyone's, everyone's panicked. Mm-hmm. And she just kind of escapes in all the confusion. She just yeah. races out yeah. to the back. And her son, Matthew Lillard, and his girlfriend, Birdie, mm-hmm. they rescue her. They put her into the back of the car and they take her to hide her in their video game store. Because mm-hmm. I guess they know that she's the killer now, but they're just kind of okay with it well they think it's really cool because they're they're properly into horror movies yeah yeah yeah. so they're, they're like fans and like there's also a whole subplot with like who's gonna play her yeah 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 and who do they get again suzanne summers she's yeah. a tv star in the 70s so. Yeah, yeah so they get like actual suzanne summers to come in for a few a few different bits here and yeah well that's what that's that's in the courthouse though so first they hide why they talk about it beforehand I think they're talking about who the who might play her, right? And then yeah, she she turns up. Okay, in the cool, film. cool. But no, they hide her in the video store in the back room. But she just can't resist killing again because mm. while they're in the video store, she hides in the back and he's like serving a customer. Mm-hmm. And there's a very rude customer who refuses to be kind and rewind. Yeah, like, you're supposed to rewind. What you had to back in the day when you had to <laughs> rent VHSs, you, you were supposed to you know rewind them before you handed them back in, so the next mm-hmm. customer wouldn't have to. It's just just common courtesy. Mm-hmm. But this woman's like, I don't want to, you little shit. Like, yeah. And so she immediately just like breaks out of the video store. Like they go to look for her. Like, oh no, she's gone again. Mm. Crap. 
She goes to this old lady's house. This old lady has rented Annie, mm-hmm. the classic musical. Yeah. She's also got a dog mm-hmm. that uh, she, she really likes it when the dog licks her feet. Yeah. Which is like alarmingly so. An alarming amount. Yeah. yeah. I, I wonder if her feet's the only place that this dog has licked. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not convinced. <laughs> let's not go there. Let's not, let's not, uh, let's not too, dig too deep into that. Yeah. yeah. It's probably on the uncut version. But I love this scene because she's, she's made like, like, a, like a leg of lamb. A leg, it's a leg of lamb. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's sort of taken ages to like make that. And then she cuts off the smallest bit, puts it between two slices of bread mm-hmm. and then brings it to the other room and then just slowly eats that sandwich while watching her favorite film, Annie. Yeah. Um, which she doesn't own. She has to rent. Just to rent. Even though she knows all the words. Sure. Well, who doesn't know the words to tomorrow? It's well, classic, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course, you would have noticed the portion control in that scene. That's <laughs> a new thing to pick up on. Like. <laughs> a whole leg of lamb for sure. what? I know, yeah. Wasted. Yeah. Wasted. <laughs> Um, well, it doesn't go to waste. That lamb gets well used. Yes, it's it not does. the way she intended. No. So yeah, Beverly sneaks into this old lady's house, and she initially contemplates stabbing the old lady. So mm-hmm. she's like creeping up behind her with a giant carving knife, while the yeah. lady's just merrily sat in her armchair singing tomorrow at the top of her lungs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then Beverly has a better idea. She goes back. She puts the knife back in the <laughs> kitchen. She cuts a bit off for the dog and feeds mm-hmm. the dog, and then she grabs the leg of lamb in its entirety mm-hmm. and just bludgeons this woman to death with it. Yeah, <laughs> bludgeons the woman to death with a leg of lamb, which is a great way to kill someone. Yeah. Now, I don't know how solid meat is. Could that work? I feel like if it, it, it looks pretty well done. Yeah. Okay. I feel like you could. It, 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 it's that hefty. Probably better freezing it. but Freezing it? Freezing it, and then it's yeah. more, of a, more of a blunt weapon. Yeah. But I think it's doable. Yeah. All right. Sure. Try it someday. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm glad I'm vegetarian. I was going to say, it'd be an ironic way to finish you off. Yeah. Just beat you to death with a leg alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it could, wouldn't, not really the same with like a bag of couscous or something, is it? <laughs> <laughs> No, not really. There is an episode of Midsummer Murders where uh, Martine McCutcheon gets crushed to death by a giant wheel of cheese. Brilliant. I feel like that'd be a good way for you to go. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> death by cheese. Death sounds by good. cheese. That's, that sounds like, yeah, fair. What you would have wanted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, anyway, so she bludgeons that lady to death, but Scotty, the kid who she, mm. they thought she was going to kill before, he's like on the next roof and he, he, he sees her do the killing mm. and then she sees him and now she's like, okay, now he definitely has to die. Yeah. So now she starts chasing Scotty and now this is when the chase is and she proper pelts. Like mm. there's, there's a scene where she's just pelting after him with the giant carving knife and it's like, mm-hmm. damn, Kathleen Turner can run. Like she's running like a marathon runner, mm-hmm. like really like pounding after him. Yep. Then it becomes a car chase scene. He jumps into his car and she jumps on the roof and she's like, wear your seatbelt, it's the law. Okay. <laughs> And then she's driving out. She like hijacks a truck or something mm. and starts chasing after him. And then they're doing a full, yeah, a full chase scene. And there's police chasing as well. It's the whole mm-hmm. thing. And I love how the family are driving around trying to find her. Yeah. And like, where could she be? And then they see Scotty, like Scotty's car race past them. Mm-hmm. And then they see her in the van race past. And she just in the window, just kind of gives a little wave and then carries on. Like just yeah. doesn't even slow down. But mm-hmm. just that little family wave she does is just mm-hmm. always tickles me. Yeah. <laughs> So she ends up chasing Scotty into inexplicably into a rock and roll mm-hmm. club, which is playing a full punk gig, even though it seems like it's probably about noon mm-hmm. because they were only, they can't have been in church more than like an hour ago. I guess. A lot's yeah. happened, but yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. But whatever, there's a big punk, uh, rock, punk rock band. I think it's L7 playing, mm-hmm. uh, playing a gig in this. The band was actually called Camel Lips. Camel Lips. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Classy. Give, gives you an idea of the kind of music that they kind of think. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> So yes, yeah, they break into the, well, no, sorry, Scotty tries to hide in the rock club, but then she 
is allowed in because everyone there is a super fan of Serial Mom. Like everyone's really impressed by her. Like, oh yeah. my god, you're Serial Mom, come on in. Like, mm-hmm. like the bouncer. It's mm. like, wait, aren't you the serial killing mother? Get in here. Get in here, you crazy yeah. ass lady. Like everyone loves her. It's great. <laughs> so she gets into the rock club and she Yeah, she kills Scotty. She well, she sets fire to Scotty with a fire extinguisher and a mm-hmm. match. Like she lights the gas yeah. and she's she sets him on fire. But then the punk rockers, they just like spit vodka at him and finish him off. Yeah. They're as responsible for his death as she is. Oh, like, yeah. They absolutely. fully kill him. But yep. why? What did he ever do to them? It's rock and roll, isn't it? Rock and roll. Yeah, you get on yeah. stage. You get on stage. With you rock get on stage on fire. No one's going to put you out. That's, stage, not, yeah. that's not rock and roll. I'm sorry, you're right. I've not really. Uh, mm. I've misunderstood rock, what rock and roll is. Rock and roll is danger. It is okay, Harry. I didn't. Somebody walks on stage when they're on fire. You spit on them. Okay. Well, rock and roll. last time I go to a gig with you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, poor Scotty's dead. But then she does finally get arrested. Like mm-hmm. she, there's no way out now. So she yeah. gets arrested. And then we cut to the courthouse scene, mm-hmm. the inevitable trial of Beverly Sutphin now. Yeah. Like six months later or something. Three months later or something, yeah. yeah. And she's like a national media sensation. And mm-hmm. like, this is when we learn that there's, there's going to be a movie about her and everyone still loves her. Mm-hmm. And it's like, the more the more murders she's done, the more famous she's become and the more beloved she's become kind of thing. Yeah. And yeah, she ends up representing herself. She fires her lawyer because her lawyer, her lawyer tries to get her off by reason of insanity. She's mm-hmm. like, yeah, ob- he's like, obviously she did it. Clearly she did it. Yeah. But she's insane. Yeah. But she wants to get, she wants to fully get off. So mm-hmm. she's not having any of that. So she fires the lawyer and chooses to represent herself. Mm-hmm. And then she just kind of hilariously antagonizes all of the witnesses. In- she does it so well. She really like yeah. gaslights them also. Well, she, she gaslights Dottie into screaming at her. So mm-hmm. to, to kind of make herself look a little bit less, uh, yeah. Believe make her look like the insane one. So, yeah, she, she, yeah, she makes all the other witnesses look like they're insane. Mm. So I think she makes Beverly and Dottie both confess, even though they didn't do it. Mm-hmm. And then she's got the pervert from the glory hole. Mm-hmm. He, he's obviously the key witness to Carl's murder. Yeah. And then she does, she does the Sharon Stone in Basic Instinct thing on the table. The, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it, this is one of the funniest things. <laughs> the way she does it, like... Have you seen Basic Instinct? No, it doesn't. I don't think yeah. we It's got... A, I'd love to do it because it's so wild, but it's got a sequel. Mm. But... It, the famous scene in that is when Sharon Stone is being questioned by the police and she does a leg cross and it mm-hmm. shows that she's got nothing on. And so she's basically flat, but it's like, yeah. it's very quick. And it's just kind of like one leg. It's just like, you know, did I see it or did I not? And it's yeah, like, yeah. it's sexy because you don't know if you've seen it. It was like an iconic film scene when it came out. Mm. This on the other hand, this is just <laughs> so she is just like legs akimbo. Don't do it. Because okay. the podcast, because the, the audience won't know you. All you're doing is making me awkward. Don't oh, do it, John. Stop it. I'm wearing shorts how much do you think you're gonna see <laughs> unless they split it's fine <laughs> anyway what are you talking about so yeah so she does this hilarious basic instinct sharon stone legs akimbo to distract him mm. and he basically yeah denies all knowledge mm-hmm. he's, he's like well, i didn't see anything I, I, you told me to say that well just give me more like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's 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 absolutely hilarious mm-hmm. yeah and she she gets off yeah she is acquitted of all crimes mm-hmm. the whole courthouse erupts she's she's a national hero mm-hmm. and just as she's walking out the courtyard the courtyard the courthouse mm-hmm. she's one of the court she can't even get outside of the court without doing another murder yeah because she's spotted that one of the jurors is wearing white shoes after labor day which is a yeah. big fashion no no sure yeah no idea what any of that means but well, labor okay. day is like a national holiday in america and back in the like way back in the day i think you were weren't supposed to wear white after labor day it was like just an etiquette kind of thing okay so she goes into the, well she goes into the what time of year is labor day 
Because I assume it's like until the end of the year or something. I guess. I don't really know. I feel, I feel, I feel like it's an autumn holiday, like a fall holiday. So. Surely, it must be. So it's probably only a few months, yeah. yeah. So it's, it, I don't think anybody... I think that's the joke. Nobody really obeys this. Like Because she, mm. she goes into the toilet and she goes, you can't wear white shoes after Labor Day. And the lady's like, sure I can. And then she like smashes her across the face with a, with a, with a phone handle. Mm-hmm. And then the, the woman like falls down bleeding. She's like, please, no, fashion has changed. <laughs> She's like, not in Baltimore, it hasn't. And then she like beats her to death. <laughs> yeah, it's great. So then she comes out of the toilet and she's with Suzanne Summers, the actress who's about to play her. Mm-hmm. And Suzanne Summers is like, hey, let's get a photo together. And she mm-hmm. puts her, Beverly wants to be on one side mm-hmm. and Suzanne Summers grabs her and kind of forces her onto her other side. Yeah. And they're about to pose the photo. And at that exact moment, the body is found. Mm-hmm. The, the body of the juror she's just murdered mm. and like the scream goes up and then at the same moment beverly screams at suzanne so she goes, suzanne summers this is my bad side <laughs> it's a great <laughs> final line for the film yeah and then it just ends in the best way it just ends with suzanne summers looking terrified mm-hmm. kathleen turner giving this like maniacal like raised eyebrow grin mm-hmm. slow grin and it just frees for him and all it says is beverly something did not cooperate in the making of this film yeah <laughs> 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 that's it credits yeah. roll because i loved it like at, at the start it says like yeah some of the names of the people in this have been changed for mm-hmm. uh, safety reasons and like this is real nah. no it, it's absolutely not real <laughs> that's the thing they, they make it look they did a fargo they pretend it's real but yeah. clearly it's not real yeah <laughs> so ridiculous yeah <laughs> I, I kind of would love it if it was real oh sure i mean as long as nobody we knew was killed sure yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> but yes no it, it's a good time it's a good old camp romp mm-hmm. yeah very quotable lots of fun Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can we get a shot of you and Suzanne? Summers? Absolutely stand here, Beverly. Guys, what about a nice two shot? Okay? No, Suzanne, really, no, I Beverly, do much. Beverly, Beverly, stand right here. Okay. Smile, cereal mom. Suzanne Summers, this is my bad side. Yeah, so that's that. Good that choice. was cereal mom. Thank you. Glad I chose that. I think that was a good one. Yeah. Do you want to do some drinking games? Hit me, yeah. So first I've got drink for a murder attempt. Drink for a murder attempt, even the ones that fail? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Because really... there are a few failures in this. Yeah, you don't get more than 10 minutes without a murder, you're right. So mm. it's, uh, yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I had drink every time you see Kathleen Turner's face of thunder. Her, I'm going to fuck you up face. Yeah. It's such a good face. And it's always a great transition from her happy smiley face to like the dead eyed. Yeah. I will kill you face. Yeah. The scowl yeah. is amazing. <laughs> Uh, drink every time somebody calls her serial mum. Yes, yeah. Very good. More at the end of the movie that would make you blind. Yeah. <laughs> I mean in the last twenty minutes everyone just keeps calling out serial mum, serial mum. Mm-hmm. So that would be very dangerous, but yeah, very good. Drink for gum. 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 It's a running oh, theme. Yeah. It's a running theme that she hates gum. Yeah. And she doesn't like people chewing gum and often you can tell someone's about to die because they've got some goo in their mouth. Mm-hmm. I like how when she runs down the the teacher, mm. the last thing you see is his like broken, shattered body, mm. and then a stick of like a chewed up bit of gum just pops out of his mouth, <laughs> of his dead his dead <laughs> mouth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, drink any time somebody suddenly believes. Well, so, suddenly realizes that she's the killer. Yeah. Like the epiphany. Yeah. Yeah, that's very good. Like mm-hmm. so, like when Rosemary finds the bloodied poker or mm-hmm. when her daughter's like, my mom's Charles Manson. Like, Pussy Willows. Pussy Willows. Well, Pussy Willows is the best one. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on that note, definitely drink for foul language. 
Definitely, yeah, I got that. Yeah. Drink for a swear word, or especially for pussy. <clears throat> pussy yeah. or pussy willows. Yeah. yeah. Um, drink for that uh, Ted Bundy cameo. Oh, yes, that's a really funny scene. <laughs> you got That's John Walters, the director, doing the voice of Ted Bundy. All right. So, yeah, because yeah, she's got all these books on... She's like reading books about birds, mm. but then it shows that actually it, hidden inside there are all these books about serial killers. <laughs> and then when her husband like starts to suspect that she might be the killer, he does like a, he, he searches the bedroom and he finds all these hidden like letters from real serial killers. Like she's writing oh, yeah, them in yeah. prison, and she's getting like tape messages from actual Ted Bundy. Mm-hmm. It's really funny. Nice. <laughs> and his like he doesn't have any lines in that scene. His facial expressions are hilarious. Mm. So good. Yeah. Beverly, it's me, Ted Bundy. It's late at night, six days before my execution, and it's lonely here on death row. Drink for, drink for birds. Sure. Yeah. Drink yeah. Every time you see the birds, and she, you know, she references the birds. Definitely. Drink for gore. Go- yes. Drink every time things get gory. Mm-hmm. I, I, you might have Inclu- to, including gore on screen. Yeah. There's lots of shot. There's, there's clips of classic horror movies. You get a bit of straight jacket in there with Joan Crawford chopping off the heads. That's really mm-hmm. funny. Um, yeah, I've also got drink for movie references. Movie references, yeah. There's, John there's Waters. a few bits here and there. There's, uh, oh, what was that Glenn Clark Goldie Hawn one? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, Death Becomes Becomes Yeah, there's a really yeah. big De- uh, Death Becomes a poster, which I also really enjoyed, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, John Waters films are always filled, filled with references. He's, yeah. He's like that, so, yeah, that's a good time for sure. Uh, drink every time she does her little wave, her little, you know, oh, hi, yeah. hi, kids, wave. Yeah. Always tickled me. Always made me laugh. <laughs> yeah. Anymore? Drink every time she fixes her hair. Mm-hmm. There's lots of like just playing with her hair and like blowing it up because she's got this very like static mom helmet hair, which yeah makes it even funnier. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Uh, and just drink for nineties fashion. This movie has a lot of very nineties looks. Nice. I yeah, very much enjoy. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's nice to watch a like a proper nineties film that just feels like it's a well, it is just like a low budget older film, but it's like from a time that isn't so heavily nostalgic sure yeah if that makes sense you know like the 80s are just always fashionable yeah but it's like oh the 90s i remember them they were good people don't talk about them as much yeah everyone's just got like a few too many zips why so many zips yeah (laughs) (laughs) stuff like that yeah (laughs) yeah lots of denim yeah yeah um cool okay listeners if you've enjoyed the episode so far and you think you might enjoy the second half then (laughs) it could go either way yeah (laughs) um then you can you can you can tell us how much you appreciate us by going to patreon.com slash beyond the box set where you can support me and john for as much or as little as you think we're worth mm-hmm. we don't do a tiered system we do a pay as you feel system so no matter how much you think we're worth you get everything mm-hmm. uh which is a bonus show called beyond beyond the box set where we review recent releases and mm-hmm. um, we're about to review in the heights yeah. Um, I absolutely cannot wait. That's going to be a great time. I really, really enjoyed watching that one in the cinema. Oh, Two and a half hours of my life that I will uh, cherish forever. I choose to take that literally. Good. Great. Can't wait um, for the sequel. <laughs> and then we also have A Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard out recently, which I believe is the film that John feels the same about. Yeah, I didn't hate it that much. Okay, sure, sure. And uh, of course, we'll have other films like Black Widow coming up soon. Sure. And, uh, Who cares about that, though? Whatever else is coming out this summer. Yeah. Um, actual movies for yeah, us. Yeah, it's going to be is, good. Uh, yeah, I'm, nice. I'm enjoying it. So, liking yeah. me and back in the cinema. So make sure you subscribe to hear all our thoughts on that. Uh, also, if you do you do become a Patreon, you get other bonus things such as a 30-second advert slot right here on the main show. You can talk about your own podcast, your own business, whenever you feel like chatting about. And also, once a month, we have a Patreon. Choose the episode for us here on the main show again. Uh, you can come and guest if you want to or not. You can just have us talk about your favorite movie without you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's your call. 
So all that is available at patreon.com slash beyond the box set. Indeed. Bonjour tout le monde, I'm Finn, and every Tuesday I host a podcast called Passport People, in which I talk to people from around the world about the places that matter to them. What is so special about each location? What makes each place tick? Where are they headed? To join us on our round the world trip, talking to a diverse range of fascinating people from an incredible variety of professional and cultural backgrounds, search for Passport People in Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Sequels? Sure. What have you got? Uh, do you want me to go first? Sure. sure. Um, so my film is, predictably enough, set 30 years later. Nice. Present day. So I'm thinking... 2025? 20, the future. Oh, okay. Well, close enough. It doesn't really matter. Close enough. <laughs> so it's present day, more or less. Yeah. And I think, predictably, Serial Mom absolutely did go back to prison. I think, uh, yeah. Okay. It's pretty hard for her to not after the events of the end of the film. Mm. She's pretty clearly guilty. So she's been in prison for like 25 years, whatever. And she's obviously, she's locked away for life as one of the most, you know, prolific serial killers of the area. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking we open this film and her story attracts the attention of an, the ever popular true crime podcast. Yes. Serial. Yes. Do you remember that podcast serial that did like murder investigations? Yeah, briefly. I think that was the... That was one my of the first, first ones. Yeah. yeah, that was my first sort of entrance into podcasting. Mm-hmm. I listened to a, like one episode of it and I was like, no, I don't like podcasts. This is no, stupid. It's not for me, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never really stuck with Serial, but it was definitely one of the first truly popular podcasts. Mm. So maybe like this could be like set five years ago or something, like when or whenever, probably 10 years ago, when Serial when first became big. Because I'm thinking yeah. this could be like, this, this series becomes a sensation, but it's about her basically. So... Mm-hmm. The podcast serial does a series on Beverly and how she was just a victim and basically tries to find a conspiracy theory that proves that she was actually innocent all, all the mm. time. Like somebody else did all the murders and the comedy in it would be that we know she obviously did it. Yeah. She clearly did it. Yeah. But this podcast, well-meaning though it may be, tries to kind of find a conspiracy theory that somebody else must have done it instead. Mm. And all these millions of listeners really buy into it and they're all like justice for Beverly and obviously Beverly, because she gets interviewed for the podcast, she totally plays along with it. Mm-hmm. Like, because she's like, you know, she knows she's guilty, but she's, as soon as she sees an opportunity, she completely buys into it. And so she gives a series of like of interviews with the podcast, which become these incredible media sensations. Uh, and there's just huge demand. The podcast is massive success and there's huge demand for justice for Beverly. Free, hashtag free Beverly. You know, mm-hmm. all that's happening. It's, there's a whole thing. <laughs> And there's a mass campaign and her original case is eventually reopened. Okay. Uh, and she's ultimately cleared of all charges based on the evidence discovered by the podcasters. Right. Sure. Well, like well, the original case, like in court would only be for that, uh, that juror that she killed at the end. True. But they have to, they have to get her off from all of them. Sure. Okay. I was thinking they could do it where they could frame someone else from the cast. I was thinking it'd be really funny if they managed to frame Dossie. Yeah. Because poor Dottie suffers so much already. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, she's the one who's getting all the prank calls. Mm -hmm. And, like, you know, Dottie's, like, it's been 30 years. Maybe we could open on Dottie as well, have have her story, Mm. how she's, like, still in therapy. Just she's finally rebuilding her life after all these years (laughs) of being abused by Beverly. She had to change her number and move away and do all this kind of stuff. And now just as she's starting to get her life back together. Every time someone says pussy willows, she she cries. She Yeah, she she gets very triggered by that phrase, yeah. She can't even go into a garden center without breaking into sweats. (laughs) So she's totally got her life back together. But then Beverly takes the podcast to try and pin it on her. Mm. And then all the conspiracy theories are that old Dottie set up Beverly. Mm -hmm. And then Dottie, unbeknownst to herself, becomes a national hate figure. Right, yeah. yeah. All these people who are like, 
are obsessed with hashtag free Beverly mm-hmm. are also like hashtag kill Dottie. I don't know. Mm. And she's cause she, she doesn't listen to podcasts. She doesn't even realize it's just like suddenly people are st- in the streets are starting to hate her and she doesn't know why she's like, mm. well, what's happened? And then only as time goes on and she realizes that it's Beverly and the nightmare for her begins again. Yeah. And ultimately, yeah, she's brought to trial. Beverly is exonerated and then Dottie is sent down for life. Mm-hmm. So I think that could be like a really funny scene of like the trial where kind of she's now the defendant mm-hmm. and Beverly's giving evidence against her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, she's Beverly can outwits her enough to make it look like she is the crazy one after all. And mm-hmm. I think we definitely need a scene of Dottie being like dragged into like dragged kicking and screaming down and down from court into jail. Mm-hmm. Like probably screaming like you bitch, you cock, you whore, you cock. Yeah. <laughs> so she's you just, pussy. you pussy. Yeah. She's just so yeah. mad. And then Beverly can just be smirking and mm-hmm. yeah. probably, probably like for weeks afterwards. Cause you know, when you're in prison, you get like one call a day. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think Dottie gets her one call and it's always Beverly. <laughs> just, just, just like just, just, just abusing her. <laughs> That's so mean. I know. She's, in prison. She just won't let it go. go while she's down, why don't you? Yeah. This is what she does. She's, <laughs> she's a vindictive bitch. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So yeah, so Dottie has now been, um, <laughs> Dottie has now been fully, um, yeah, framed. Mm. And Beverly is a free woman. Yeah. Although her family are still pretty nervous around her because they all know that she did it. Yeah, yeah. So they're, you know, the husband's like, oh, I'm so glad we're reunited. Mm-hmm. You know, also very terrified. Mm. The kids are a bit, you know, distant to say the least. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking now that she's become the star, the star of this, podcast series and she's become a celebrated media figure obviously in in the 2010s 2020s whatever decade we're in at this point Mm -hmm. there's only one route for someone like that and that is reality television of course yeah so then i'm thinking she could be cast on the new series of the real housewives right okay of uh it could be the real housewives of baltimore because i think that's the the city that's where she is yeah yeah but you know you know how i know you probably don't watch them but you know what those series are right like you've got the real housewives of new jersey new york orange county and it's all just like have you ever seen anything about these shows? No. They're all reality. Sh- they're all reality shows with awful, awful women cool. in them who are all middle aged, and they all just have horrible fights, and they like pull each other's weaves out, and they have like fake. It's all very fake drama. You mm. know? It's like Big Brother to the Power of Ten. Is it like uh, Queen of Jordan in Thirty Rock? Yes, Queen of Jordan is a parody of these shows. Yes. Right, got it. Yeah, yeah, it's that basically. Yeah, yeah it literally is a parody. Of, you know, like all the wine. Mm. Yeah, like all the wine throwing. Yeah, mm-hmm. the more yeah, camera yeah, yeah. time. That's what they do. That is what those women do. Yeah. yeah. So it's one of those shows. Like Queen of Jordan, then to bring it to Harry's level. Yeah. <laughs> so it's Beverly on the Queen of Jordan. Yeah. With a bunch of other women. And there's all these like fake fights, you know, manipulated for reality TV. Mm-hmm. But then, of course, before long, her fellow housewives start dying in mysterious circumstances, mm-hmm. being found murdered. And so then the mystery is is it Beverly? Or is it like a double bluff? Is it someone else making it look like Beverly? Is it yeah. too obvious that it's Beverly? Yeah. And so all these like women, it could be like, because she's used to whenever people feud with her in, back in the original film anytime anyone crosses her in the slices it's like well you're dead mm. you know, instantly yeah and the whole thing of the housewives franchises is that they're, they're all built around these women having feuds and arguments mm-hmm. so but they think when that happens it's, it's all reality tv stage like like i said like wig pulling and yeah, yeah. you know getting drunk whatever but obviously beverly she's she, she goes straight to murder mm-hmm. so when her opponents start being found dead it's like oh she didn't really get the memo, did she? That's not really the way these shows play out. Mm. But so, but, but yeah, I'm thinking the film could like be a bit ambiguous as to whether it's her or whether it's not her. But whether it is or not, the ratings are through the roof because yeah. everyone's watching this show. Yeah. So the producers are very much invested in protecting her because she's such such a good asset for them. So mm. they they hire her the best lawyers money can buy, mm-hmm. and they actually and when she's finally charged with murdering all the fellow housewives, they just rebrand the show as 
Beverly Sutphin trial of the century and it becomes a reality sure. show about her trial, then it can be Beverly Sutphin behind bars. Mm-hmm. She gets sent back to jail. Then Beverly Sutphin, the fight for justice. Nice. And then once again, trying to get her out. Get her out. And then eventually Beverly Sutphin exonerated and she's freed once again. Nice. And then she's back on the, back on the streets again. Yeah. Uh, so I, that's kind of all I've got. I just really like the idea of her being sucked into like the reality TV because this the whole original film was about how the media in the nineties were obsessed with you know yeah, yeah. killers and turned her into like a, a folk hero. So mm-hmm. I like the idea of her being sucked into the reality TV cycle. And even though it's more and more obvious that she's the killer, they just keep she just keeps bouncing back because people just have an insatiable desire for for that kind of media. Mm-hmm. But then I was thinking maybe it could be that she genuinely isn't the killer this time. Mm. Maybe it's someone else. Okay, yeah. yeah. All I could think of was her daughter. Yeah. Like, you know, it could be like like the apple didn't fall far from the tree or maybe the daughter's like, she wants some attention now. Yeah, yeah I, I can't add that much because... You've never seen Real Housewives, no? Yeah. Sure, and you barely know who Ricky Lake is. Yes. It doesn't matter, yeah. The main thing is, yeah, I, think, I just like the idea of Beverly Sutphin, reality TV star. Mm, definitely. Yeah, so that was the Real Housewives of Baltimore or Serial Mom Exonerated. Yeah. yeah, I like, yeah, yeah. the second title is a better one. Serial Mom Exonerated, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a bit more catchy. Yeah. On brand. On brand, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But now it's good. I like the Real Housewives take Even on Even though it. you've never seen the Real Housewives. Yeah, but you? I know Queen of Jordan. Now stuff, you know Queen so, of Jordan. Yeah, yeah, so you, now, yeah. You know, now you get the context. So, yeah, yeah, no, sure. I, I, like, I like that. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to see the Serial Mom throwing some wine. I think that could be a good time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that could be good. Uh, right, should we get to mine? Go for it. So I've got three here, but they work as a trilogy. Sure. Um, so we start off 20 years later or whatever. Kathleen Turner is now a grandmother. Sure. Makes sense. Oh, is this serial gran? Yeah. Okay. She's not murdered anyone since, uh, since that courthouse day in the nineties. Did she get out? Yeah, she got, she, she got out free. Like she uh, just, maybe nobody accused her. Maybe everyone was just a bit too afraid to accuse her. Sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, well, no one actually saw her do the murder. Very true. Very true. Yeah. yeah so I don't know. You know, there's photographic evidence of her with, uh, what's her name? Yeah. Suzanne Summers. With, 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 with I Susan guess Susan that Summers, is a perfect so like, alibi, yeah. Yeah, like, oh, no, I was just there with Susan Summers and the rest of the press. Like, did you not see me? Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah maybe yeah, someone else went down for that one. Yeah. 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 Um, so anyway, yeah, she's not murdered anyone since the 90s, uh, mainly for the sake of keeping her family together. Like, maybe the husband actually, like, just gets some guts and just says, like, no, no. <laughs> we're we going to have a happy family and that's how it's going to be and you're you're going to put this behind you so for the sake of her family she she puts her killing days behind her basically yes that's nice of her yeah very selfless yeah so yeah like 20 whatever years later present day doesn't really matter both her kids have grown up and left home obviously and uh um her husband he dies oh okay not um, of murder no just no, of just, old age yeah, yeah. just okay he, fine he, he, well, I've said he dies of fear of his wife. Oh, okay. But, uh, Is he like, do he spend the next 20 years just in constant terror that any slight thing he does, like if he... Probably, yeah. yeah. Maybe, the, maybe the postman knocked on the door and he had a heart attack. That sure, yeah, it. yeah. Just, he's the most nervous man in the world. Yeah, yeah that so, makes something sense. Like, but either way, he dies. Okay. Now she's got nobody holding her back. Ooh, she's a serial black widow. Yeah. So that, that's, that's an even better that's title. One, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so suddenly some of the things that she's been ignoring... She can no longer put up with. Oh, is in her the thing she's been repressing? Yeah. Okay. You know, because she's been well, like, I'm not allowed to do any murders, yeah. so you know, I'm just going to let this slide. Mm-hmm. But now she's allowed to do murders, so she's not going to let this slide. Right. So I've got uh, two examples here, but we can definitely think of some more. So we got uh, 
Um, well, maybe, maybe it's Dottie down at uh, down at the Bridge Club, mm-hmm. or whatever. She's uh, she's always struggled to dress herself properly. Okay. And so one day when she walks in with her blouse on back to front, you know, she's, she's getting old. Sure, yeah. yeah. Um, she's got her blouse on back to front. Serial Granny stalks her until she's on her own and then shouts at her, your blouse is on back to front, and grabs her head, quickly twists it all the way around, breaking her neck. Oh, okay. There. Now, isn't that better? <laughs> Quietly walks out and smiles when she hears screaming moments later. Oh, dear. Such things like this. Brutal, okay, yeah. Another day, one of the other old ladies, call her Ethel for whatever sure. reason, um, she brings in some crochet to the knitting club. Okay. Crochet is not knitting. Oh, I see. <laughs> Knit needles to the throat for that one. Oh, wow, okay. So is it, all, is it all, is the idea that she's just killing old ladies, or is it just anyone? Well, old ladies, she's an old lady herself. She's an old, so it's, it's, it's the way she's, it's the kind of company she moves in. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe she, that, that's it. Maybe her husband dies, yeah. and her kids put her in a home. Sure, yeah. Because maybe she's getting a bit fragile. Yeah. And they think, well, she'll be safe in an old people's home. How much damage could she really do? Yeah. And then she starts killing all the other old... Because maybe she's like, you know... Tripping she's, people up, like like kicking their Zimmer frames out of the way. Yes, yes. Yeah. There's so many funny ways you could kill people in an old people's home. Yeah. yeah. Theoretically. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you could have... Like, uh, like break the uh, the wheelchair lift so it goes really fast and like catapults people. Exactly. The st- <laughs> Yeah, make the stair lift catapult people. Yeah. Uh, what else could you do? Turn the uh, temperature down by half a degree. Yeah, that could, that could finish <laughs> off half the room. Yeah. <laughs> Just open a window in the middle of winter. Yep, yep. Sw- swap all the pills around. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, stuff like that. All f- f- funny old people murders. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, the yeah. best kind of murder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's uh, serial granny. Serial granny, I like it. Yeah. Um, now I also have uh, serial dad. Serial dad. Okay. So this is going to be starring Matthew Lillard. Okay. He's all grown up and he has a wife and two kids. Sure. But due to an unplanned third pregnancy, which actually turns out to be triplets. Oh, no. He starts his midlife crisis. Um, that would do it, yeah. Yeah. And uh, does he buy himself a red sports car like a normal man going through a midlife crisis? Well, yes. But mm-hmm. also he goes on a murder spree. He goes on a murder spree with the sports car or just in general? Probably, yeah, with the okay. sports car, yeah. That's why it's red. Okay. And so I was just trying to think of dad things. Dad things to dad things to be yeah. murderous about. Well, so I was obviously- going to say like... An over 40 soccer club that he plays at, someone tackles him, but the ref doesn't pick it up. So um, he has to like murder the ref or something. Sure. Yeah. Um, you got, got, got some? There's got to be something with a lawnmower. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. that's classic dad material right there. Yeah. Uh, could there be something with like garden gnomes or something? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Some, somebody like steals his best, his favorite garden gnome. Or maybe the neighbor has a garden gnome that he doesn't like or something. Yeah. Yeah, 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 like maybe his neighbor like outdoes his garden gnome thing. Like they're competing with it. Yeah, yeah, get yeah, the yeah. best garden gnome or whatever. Mm-hmm. And his neighbor starts winning. So it like goes and grabs a garden gnome and like smashes it over his neighbor's head or something like or that. Or could he murder the, d- the garden gnomes first? Like in comedian. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe sends them a little China finger in the post or something. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so harsh. I know, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Totally. Um, I've got another one of... Um, uh, that weekend at a barbecue, um, one of the other dads comes up and tries to tell him how to barbecue. Oh, he's, that's, he's that's currently def- operating the grill. That's definitely yeah. He's gonna. Have and when Matthew Lillard's back turned, that man starts flipping, bu- flipping Matthew Lillard's burgers, oh. even though he was totally on top of it. He was keeping an eye on them, but uh, he's going with his face in that barbecue, that wasn't guy, he? That guy is getting a grill to the face. That's oh, for dear. sure. <laughs> um, one point he drives past a tie shop, which has a, uh, a sign outside saying "Half Price Ties for Father's Day." He goes in, goes to see the manager in the back room and says, while strangling the man with his own tie, nobody wants a tie for father's, for a Father's Day gift. It's unimaginative and we don't need any more ties. 
Wow. <laughs> you pulled from some deep trauma. Really. <laughs> Am I wrong? No, no. I mean, I wouldn't know. I don't get many times. Um, yeah, no, that could work. Is this going to go anywhere? Like, is he going to... Is, are his not, kids, not massively. No, I mean, are, are I'm just the, pitching little ideas. Sure, here. but I mean, are, his, are his kids going to be, like, suspicious as well? Kind of Could be, like, a rerun of the original. Maybe they ask the grand what's going on. Totally can be, but uh, I was I, I had something else planned for the kids. Uh, okay. So it comes to the third part of this trilogy. Oh, okay. Serial babies. Serial babies. Oh, yeah. the triplets. Yeah. They're, like, satanic. Murderous triplets. Oh, I like that. Yeah, so I, I've not got anything for this. So what can we do okay. with this? Well... I guess they're going to have to grow up a little bit first. They're well, going to have to at least have motor skills. Well, yeah, let's say it's six months in. Sure, six, yeah. murder is six months. Oh, like, like still definitely babies, not toddlers. So they're still like crawling about or whatever. And like maybe somebody like steals a rattle and like throws it and it just, oh, it steals a rattle and like throws it like under someone's foot. And so somebody like trips downstairs or whatever. Oh, like, so everyone just seems like so innocent because they're so, but they're actually the children of Satan. I yes. Guess. So it, it's like the omen meets, um, the other one uh, yeah it's kind of like the omen so like maybe yeah uh, meets rosemary's baby yeah where yeah. it's like maybe every time somebody's back's turned the kid's eyes just glow red it's like rectus dominus and that kind of thing, like. <laughs> yeah that's yeah and the triplets are all working together to murder mm-hmm. so like the little stewie griffins maybe yeah yeah basically yeah 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 um yeah i, I, I don't know what else you could do maybe like uh mum leaves one just up on the kitchen counter or something and it turns on the uh the food grind you know americans have food grinders in their sink oh the, yeah the waste disposal waste disposal yeah, thing yeah. and they like turn that on when like someone's trying to reach something or something oh, that's like a that. classic yeah um stuff like that i don't know what else well are we going to link all these up so maybe it's like it's all one family and we find out that the whole family has this you know there's serial grand serial dad serial triplets like just mm. the entire family has murder running through their bones yeah the murder through the, gene through their through their veins yeah they're just yeah. they are the, they are just and maybe that's Maybe that's the thing. Maybe they don't. Maybe the real problem is that they're not talking about their psychotic, murderous impulses. Mm-hmm. And when they realize, oh my God, you're a murderer too? You too? And, and then, <laughs> oh, it's just. And then they like form like the Adams family kind of thing. Like they just become right. a family. Oh, of, yeah. A family of, you know, well adjusted suburban murderers. Mm-hmm. And they just they lean into it. Yeah. 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 Maybe, um, what's her sister called? Ricky Lake? Ricky Lake, yeah. Maybe, uh, I was thinking Ricky Lake's thing. She could be a, a therapist. Okay. Um, and so like you know she's got a pretty crazy family they all need, ther- need therapy but the twist is she's also a murderer oh, she's like actually it, yeah. a really bad therapist all her um all her clients they all, they all end, end up, up dead yeah, sure, yeah. um at their own hands sure yeah sort of just, yeah that's she got into therapy as just like a, a talkier way to become a murderer yeah less less clean up yeah yeah so. yeah and uh, what about the dad then i thought he was Oh, yeah, he died at the start. But, oh, no, well, he, you know, he's not blood related, is he? So. No, it's that's it. It's in her. It's yeah. her genes. She's got the murder genes that she passes down to her son, mm. and then also to her grandchildren, the triplets. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. yeah. So like that's it, yeah. that. That's a murder granny. No, a serial granny, serial dad, serial babies. Whatever you want to. Serial family. Serial family. Serial yeah. family. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I, just, I, I like serial baby though. It's like, you just like the idea. It, it, it's yeah. like it's a twist on boss baby. Sure. Yeah. 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 Um, well, that can be that one's cool, but the, the the franchise could be the serial family. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, very good. I like it. Mm-hmm. Shall we move on to listener submission? Yeah, go on. Cool. We have a few this week. Uh, Nathan Countryman said, also said serial dad. Well, he said a white male going around killing everyone who calls him a boomer. Oh wait, that's just our lives now. Yeah. <laughs> Sad but true. Tim Morgan said, "Spree mom is the same death toll as the first movie, but it's only ten minutes long." A spree is a faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although you could mix this up with that film spree that we watched on netflix Probably, yeah. yeah that could be the thing maybe like maybe he is the um 
the kid from Stranger Things, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, maybe he is the son of Beverly, or like maybe Beverly's like his aunt or something. So again, it could be this blood, you know, murders running in the family. Or maybe that could just be like another one of Matthew Lillard's children or something. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. Yeah. You could you could crowbar it in. Mm-hmm. Not not many people have seen that movie though. Yeah. If you have seen Spree, you know, it's on Netflix. Lindsay Benkel said tuna fish sandwich mom yeah, for lunch. Yeah. Uh, Frank A. Smith said USB mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, over on Twitter, cinema recall at cinema underscore recall said serial mom goes into hiding for a few years and ends up me- meeting Mickey and Mallory Knox from the natural born killers. Mm-hmm. The three of them end up going after and start killing anyone who wants instant fame via TikTok or Instagram. <laughs> so I guess it's like nineties killers going after. Yeah. Modern day social media influencers mm-hmm. and finally rob derich at rob derich said i am a serial viewer of this movie sequel she runs for public office on a pro recycling anti-white shoe supremacy platform <laughs> and murders her way into the oval office which she decorates with pussy willows and we're all the better off for it <laughs> so she becomes the president yeah i like it yeah very very good <laughs> so thank you everybody for those sequel ideas we ask you for your listener submissions every week a few days before we record by putting posts on facebook and twitter where you can post your ideas so make sure you like and follow our pages if you don't want to miss out to listen to more episodes of beyond the box set you can subscribe and browse our catalog on any podcasting platform including apple spotify google play and many others in all of which you can also leave us a five-star review if you so wish you can also support us on patreon for as much or as little as you think we're worth and you'll get all the bonus features that we mentioned earlier in the show you can find all the links in the description below or at beyondtheboxset.com. And Harry, mm-hmm. next week, it is yeah. up to you. Oh, shit. Oh, shit, you didn't pick anything, did you? <laughs> oh, I completely forgot about that. Um, oh, I did have something. You know, every year, mm-hmm. some point. Oh, I, don't, I don't know like where this is going. Go on. I pick a really bad film. Have we not had that already this year? No. Okay. okay. <laughs> Why what, what would it have been this year? I can't think. I'd have to go back through the episodes. We, we no, nah, we've we, we've we've not done. I a, feel like there has been, but okay, fine. No, nah, we, we, we've not done a thing like absolutely anything. Sausage party. Oh god, it was vampire uh, killers. Was absolutely every was absolutely everything. No, nah, that was week. in like autumn or something. Um, okay. Yeah, that was last year's one, wasn't it? So, yeah, one a year, one bad film a year. And by bad okay. film, I mean a potentially really bad film. We're gonna do the Love Guru. Oh no, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh no. I've never seen it. Neither have I, but there's a reason. <laughs> oh man, alright, fine. It looks just horrible. I mean, it killed Fingy's, Mike Myers' whole career. Yeah. Like, it's quite rare for a film to literally make someone just retire in shame. Mm-hmm. Oh man, okay, fine. Yeah. Fine, okay, but I'm going to get you for this. <laughs> just you wait. <laughs> you always do. Cool. Okay. Well, listeners, join us next week for the Love Guru. You want to pick something else? No, no, no. I can, I can, I can, I can, I can deal with this. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll make peace with it. Okay. She was a good I've way got, to I, make me best man, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Cool. cool. Join us next week for the Love Guru. Enjoy. Then. Bye. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Are those pussy willows?